what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to get through this thing called life. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 94, volume 5 of Taylor Swift's Nephews, Cousins, Best Friends, Pet Sitter's Third Favorite Podcast. It's Big Fan. My name is Chad East and I'm a big fan of Super Bowl Sundays. Participating in a commercial where all you have to do is eat and drink. And finally, setting up an interview with the local newspaper to celebrate your dad being in business for over 50 years. My name's Hank Eimer, and I'm a big fan of not caring if I use teenage slang correctly, middle school baseball tryouts, and starting to appreciate the fashion advice of my 14-year-old. Whew. So, Hank, obviously you need to follow someone's fashion advice because what you're rocking tonight in the studio or today in the studio just really ain't where it's at, bruh. Just really, oh, as he pops up a navy blue Nike. Is, there a, <laughs> is that a, a special one? Yeah, Harris, yeah. So Harris is all into shoes, and so for Christmas, I think I think he wants to buy shoes or like get like thinks like Ray. Hey, let's get Dad a pair of shoes for Christmas because he thinks he's going to be a size thirteen one day, and, and then he's going he's going to inherit that. Yes. So he liked these shoes. I knew he liked these shoes. I like these shoes. Yeah. So I got them for Christmas, but. I like him. Okay, good. But it's with the understanding that he thinks he's going to get them one day. Understood. Let's focus real quick. I got a couple of things that we want to talk about. But first, you mentioned the slang from a teenager, oh, yeah. right? So I was trying to be cool yesterday. This is so funny that you mentioned this. So have you ever – I was with a client, and they said this word like, like man, this this project is so sus. And oh, I was yeah. I was like, sus? What the hell does that mean? And my Uh-oh. mom was like, I don't Uh-oh. know what this means. And so uh, I just – randomly last night i was walking through the kitchen i was like man this milk's kind of sus huh lucy and she looked at me and she was like what did you just say <laughs> i was like you know this milk's kind of sus and she didn't say anything and she rolled her eyes and she went to the other room and she said mom tell dad never to use those <laughs> words around me again i'm embarrassed i can't even talk yeah, to him yeah so i figure sus means suspect it's right suspicious Sus- it's, okay it's like okay. suspicious right. suspect yes like so, it, the milk, the way you're saying it, it, it might be sour. It's okay, so sus. it's kind of sus. Yeah. So when I mentioned that too, she said, you know, further on after we had the, I got a good laugh out of after I heard what she said, and she said, first of all, if you want to use the slang, you know, make sure it's up to date. She said that slang was two years ago slang. I yeah. didn't, I realized that. Yeah. Okay. So give me some slang that I hear. Oh, using right now. I get the best one is you know trying to throw some riz on somebody. Some riz. Oh yeah. So give me what 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 is riz? So like if you riz riz up a girl, you know, like you, it's uh, it's pretty much means you have game. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Like so, you know, the girls can feel my riz. <laughs> oh. You know, like that. Yes. And so okay. you know, I love it when Harris will have two or three boys in the car, and I'll be like, man, you guys have no riz, and they'll be like. <laughs> Dude, you shut don't up! Even know. You don't know, oh, man. All the riz. <laughs> we got all the girls. Oh, I love the so, riz. That that one, and then um, what is some other ones that I hear them saying? Sigma, sigma. So, that's so sigma. What does that one mean? I think it means like uh, 
I don't even know anymore. I don't even know. Right. I think it means. Lucy's uh, going to find it for Sigma in the slang dictionary, a very self reliant person. Kind of like an alpha, except higher. Okay. Wow. So thinking highly of themselves, apparently. Love it. Um, That's great. What are some other ones that I, I mean, because they, Sus is such a good one. Stand <laughs> on business is a great one. If you haven't Stand heard Stand on business? Yeah, you're you getting, you, you getting it done. Never you're taking care of it. God, I know I'm getting old now. That leads us perfectly into our next And they're transition. doing that. I can't believe you ever heard that because they'll say that on like sports. Stand right? on business? Oh, he's standing on his business, like taking care of it. Yeah. Getting old, Hank. That you are. Getting old. That you are. Leads us into our next segment here, Hank. So I thought until so I turned fifty this year, buddy. Oof. Yeah, fifty. May twenty third, I'll be fifty years old. And you know, between now and then we're gonna have several uh podcasts, but I thought we'd start here. I wanted to kind of go through the years, every decade, if you will. We'll start with 1984. I would have been a 10-year-old young Chato just roaming the streets of Hickory, North Carolina, or more specifically Bethlehem, North Carolina, trying to find my way. And, you know, when you're 10 years old, you can remember when you're 10. You know, what are the things that still interest you? I think we're still in sports, big, sure. big into sports. Yep. Video I, games. Video games were humongous. So obviously, friends. Maybe you even know. action heroes or exactly. like stuff like that. Absolutely. Like, you're still playing. Some type of toys yeah, you're, yeah, still, you're playing still playing with. Around. Yeah, and so I wanted to kind of go back in time and think about what was popular, even pop culture related, in 1984. As a young buck of 10 years old, you would have been seven. Yep. All right. So tell me if let's go back memory lane is tell me if you remember a few of these movies. The big hits, Ghostbusters was the number one movie in nineteen eighty-four, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah, it's a absolutely. classic classic. And also some others that really stand out. What a good year. Fabulous for, for year. movies. Yes. Let's go. I mean, look, let's go down the list. Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. I liked it, not as good as the first one. I still enjoyed it. Gremlins scared the heck out of me. Karate Kid. It will go down legendary in the history of my life on something that helped me become a a, a, a me, to be quite honest. You're like you a know? little Daniel. I'm like Russo. a little Daniel son. Yeah. Yes, I'm a little Daniel son. <laughs> and uh, anyway, that movie was huge for me. Footloose. Oh, this is what you're about. This is. I could see you dancing in a barn. Yeah. You know. Yes, exactly. Exactly like he did. Kevin Bacon Absolutely. did. Absolutely, and it was such a great movie. I've seen that movie at least fifty times. Red Dawn. What a great movie. What? This is. So Rolling Stone called the year 1984 the number one year of pop culture ever, and I can see it here. Terminator, I'll be back. Nightmare on that was horrible. That was not good. Try yours. Let me hear yours. I'll be back. That was even worse. (laughs) Nightmare on Elm Street, Beverly Hills Cop, Police Academy, The Never Ending Story. That dog was weird. Atreyu. Atreyu was the dude, and the dog's name was Falcor. 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 Yeah. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you. Sixteen Candles, Romancing the Stone, and of course. Breaking, yeah, I, I love mean, breaking. Romancing wow. the Stone does not get the credit. It's very un- yes, you're right that it should because it is a great movie. movie. When's the last time you've seen it though? Like how long ago was it? Romancing the Stone, <laughs> twenty years ago. And for twenty extra points, what is part two of Romancing the Stone? Part two. It had another one, but it wasn't part two. But it was the second. I have no idea. It was something the jewel. Something Jewel. Okay. Return of the Jewel? I don't know. Okay, something. Anyway, both those people, like, what's her name was in it, and the uh, main character. Douglas. Douglas. Yes, Michael Douglas. Michael Douglas. Yes. Romance in the Stone. Hey, he's, he's checking it for us. There's another one. Jewel of the Nile. Jewel of the Nile. Jewel of the Nile. That okay. thing must have sucked. Yeah, it's probably pretty terrible. But anyway, movies. That's in 84. You loved them. Now let's go to a little bit of music in 1984. Again, the hits just keep coming. 
When Doves Cry by Prince. Top five for me of all time. You got the Van Halen. That's the, that's when David Lee Roth, they brought in Jump. Yeah. Remember this? Oh, yeah. Yes. Uh, we got a little Huey Lewis in the news. Sister, Sister Christian. Christian. That's a crazy song. What a wonderful song. Another Purple Rain by Prince. Eyes Without a Face. That's Billy Idol. Thriller, Thriller by Good. Michael Jackson God, what comes a banger. this time. And Will Rowland's favorite band of all time and their Rat. number one hit, Rat, Round and Round. When he was a nine-year-old, ten-year-old boy, he went to go see Rat in concert in Charlotte. Changed his life. Changed his life. Changed his life. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, great, great music in 1984. I'm thinking kind of out loud here. What was um, your first concert? I didn't go to my first real concert until my junior year in high school. And it was Keith Sweat. Pebbles, I'll be sure, uh, and a other couple. Real banger. Yeah, I might, might, might have been LL. LL might have been in this thing. Yeah. But anyway, it was, it was in Charlotte. It was pretty dope. It's called the Budweiser Superfest. How about yours? <laughs> <laughs> I, I've got the well, shirt still. I kind of, I'll do it in like, like slots. My oldest brother took me to one when I, I was way too young. I was like seven. He wanted to go. He's babysitting me. And so we went to Yes. Oh, right. Okay. Yes, I don't okay. Very, remember very much about, other than lights and stuff like that. Yeah. Right. But uh, I did see New Kids on the Block at Yesterday's. Yeah, I remember where they came. Yes. But probably my first big concert was with my mom, my brother. And I remember Brian Kitchen was there. Yeah. And I can't remember Kitch. who else. But it was the guy that it was um, Rob Bass. Okay. Um, who are the other two? Um, who's the one that sings Superwoman? I'm not That's Karen. Karen. Uh, I know who her. Yes. And Karen then, White. Yeah. Karen and White. then that big act was Bobby Brown. Okay. You know what's funny? I had tickets to that show, but did not go to that show. Hmm. Yes. Interesting. I got them for Christmas, I believe. Uh, anyway, so also 1984, big year for MTV, Hank. Big year for MTV, I'm right? Sure. All right. So let's pass the music. Now let's go to some historical like events that happened in 84 uh-huh. the big thing apple launched the famous 1984 ad i'll never forget it when they launched their macintosh computer line I remember i think they played the commercial super bowl sunday is when they debuted it so we're on the same time frame we yeah. have super bowl sunday coming yeah. this week um for all you wwf wrestling fans out there this is when hulk hogan defeated the iron sheet to get his first belt that was massive michael jackson's hair catches on fire pepsi commercial we all remember that um, Sony and Philips introduced the first CD player. My brother got one for Christmas. Yes, and they were like wildly expensive. Of course, they always you had to like listen to it while it was sitting on a pillow on the kitchen table. It, they would skip, skip all the time, all the time. Absolutely, that was the big downfall. The 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 thing that we loved having a CD player, but it would skip. You have it in your car, forget it. It's going to skip like consistently. Um. Until they introduced that little holder. I don't know. You remember the oh, little yeah. holder? John Wade bought that holder and finally fixed all those problems. Uh, Wendy's commercial, Where's the Beef, debuted. Uh, Cosby Show, Night Court, Miami Vice, debut on primetime television in 1984. What a great year. Great year. Other great shows we were watching on the tube. This is when, for me anyway... You get your you get your sport you get school done get your sports done get your homework done. There's only one TV in the house when you're ten, really, you know. Yeah. So you go downstairs, you finish eating dinner with your family, then you, the whole family gets around the television. Yeah, we get around, and what we were enjoying, Dukes of Hazard, 1984, For sure, no doubt, Magnum PI, the best Magnum PI episode of all time. It's called Death 
and taxes. Check it out when you can. It's kind of scary, Magna P.I. Roger Young's favorite as well. Uh, other shows, The Hill Street Blues, Fall Guy, Cheers, Family Ties, which I adore, Knight Rider, Silver Spoons, who we talked about Ricky Schroeder's house for a million times on sure. this podcast. Still number one house of it's, all It's got to be. Of all it's sitcom. either that one or uh, The Toy. Remember the oh, toy? That's, love the toy. Yeah, so that house is amazing. That house is so cool. Up Silver Spoons and the toy. Let's probably neck and neck. Yeah. You know, neck and neck. And the A team, B.A. Baracus. You know, it's such a face. bad dude. Face. Face man. Yes. Hannibal. So anyway, lots of good stuff going on on the tube in 1984. And last, we'll leave 1984 with a few, because you're seven years old, so you're probably still digging a lot of the uh, cartoons you get up early sure. on Saturday. You know, and what were you going to pl- watch or maybe play with your little action figures? Of course, the Transformers. We probably have some G.I. Joe. Yep. You got some Snorks. Inspector Gadget was then. So I can remember all Dragon's this. Lair was Dragon's amazing. Dragon's Lair, yes. Remember the graphics on that video game? Yeah. I mean. And then you have to pick which way yes. he goes. How far did you ever get? I never all got All the past. way. I've killed it. Did you really? No, I'm kidding. Nobody oh, ever could get there. Nobody could do that. You'd have to have like a million dollars worth of quarters and just keep them popping <laughs> in, you know, because there's no way you can get through that game. Uh, some other interesting things for Christmas, popular toys than Hank. Cabbage Patch, Patch Kids were massive. I did read this. Trivial Pursuit, the board game, comes out this year. So 20 million units. It's crazy. G.I. Joe, we got Masters of the Universe. Uh, so anyway, just 1984. What a year. Solid, solid What year. a year. Yes. Do you remember anything vividly? Like, 10 years old has kind of put you in the fourth and fifth grade, I think, right? Right. Yeah. Do you remember? Because I have a couple of memories from uh, fifth grade, 10 years old. Do you have any? Just off the top of your head that really were kind of life-changing. Life-changing? Yeah. I remember, uh, I don't know about life-changing. Tell me what you got. So, when I was at fifth grade, I was... I, told you everyone a million times I was a really shy kid like really shy but I would be dancing and singing and doing all this stuff by myself or with my brother and our friends in our neighborhood but never in front of people at school because I was supposed to be the I studied I was supposed to be smart little boy all this stuff so anyway Miss Jarrett Kelly Jarrett my fifth grade teacher I was a very creative kid, and she'd always try to get it out of me. I'd stay after school, and she'd say, hey, write this poem down or you know, write me something, and I would just write it on the spot. So I wrote this rap, fifth grade, and I turned it in as my project and got great grades. And she said, ladies and gentlemen, we have a star in the making. I would like one of your fellow students to stand up in the middle of class and rap his. Were you mortified? I was like, what? Yeah, I'm absolutely mortified. Face turned red. I thought I lost all control of my body. Like I didn't think I could sit up or stand up. And she was like, Chad East. And I said, all right, if you're going to do it, do it. So I got up, got in the middle of the class and started flowing my rap. And then. God, I wish we had phones back then. So oh, we could have a video God, I was, my voice was cracking like this. <laughs> and I was probably shaking. But anyway, the rest is history. So she helped me. 10 years old, fifth grade, pop out of my shell a little bit. Thank you, Mrs. Jarrett. What a good story. Yes, and this you. is where you are today. Look, I bet it was look. something terrible like, my name is Chad. <laughs> I think I'm bad. Last night I was sad. I bet you it was it terrible. Was, it was a little bit better than that. Probably not much better, but yeah. a little bit. So uh, anyway, yeah, let's, that, thanks for going down memory lane for me with me. So we'll have... Our next podcast, we'll visit 1994. Okay. okay. We'll see how 1994 looks. I mean, you, you graduated. You're in college by then. 
Yeah, that's right. I would have been 20 years old. Mm-mm. Old. Crazy. Um, well, hey, before we move on to the next segment, I have to talk to you about this. Because after last year's, or last two weeks ago's French Fry Fiesta, oh. we talked about a lot of response. Lots. Tons. Yeah. You know? Uh, people really feel very strongly about their French Fry of choice. So... Um, I was called an idiot. <laughs> By multiple people, to be quite honest, and so was I, because... Um, they just could not believe that we did not support the checkers fry being one. A lot of people really in love with checkers, you know? They're psychopaths. Yeah, they're crazy. One person did mention your comment on if you like Burger King, you must be a serial killer. <laughs> that went a long way. A lot of a lot of people like that, yeah. that line you get. But so a couple of people after our show two weeks ago, they said if you know you're talking about fast food. Check this podcast out. And they gave me the time to check it. And they talked these these two guys, they're do their own podcast. They're a little overweight and they McDonald's is their favorite place. So I wanted to review their two things that they order when they go to McDonald's. I want you to even think if you can fathom this. Okay. First gentleman, three large fry, two double quarter pounders with cheese, one medium chocolate shake, 10 chicken nugs, and then five ketchup packs. They get it down to the ketchup pack. Okay. Let's review that. Three large fry, two double quarter pounders with cheese, a medium chocolate shake, 10 chicken nugs, and five ketchup packs. Ridiculous. 4,230 calories. He says he used to, he doesn't eat that anymore before he'd go to bed. Oh he my would gosh. Eat this before he goes to he'd bed. He'd wake up 20 pounds heavier. Oh gosh. He said it was a nightmare. Anyway, he got on his stomach stapled yeah. around. Next dude, this one, this one is doable. I think maybe you could give this. You might, you might be able to handle. We this know one. you couldn't handle. I it. can't handle this one. Two double cheeseburger, one large fry, one small fry, one ten-piece chicken nug, six sauces have to be four hot mustard, one sweet and sour, one barbecue, one fillet of fish on the side, just in case, and one Coke Zero. It's not too bad. Think about that one. Two double cheese. You, and you got that one in a lickety split. I got to tell you right now. Yes. The person that eats, the, the person <laughs> that orders the filet of fish, <laughs> that they're the one, like, I expect their order to be like, can I have a filet of fish? It's like 3 p.m. A coffee. I mean, I can't imagine yeah. what, and like, wh- what your gut is doing. But that is a ridiculous yeah, amount of food. So that calorie intake is less than the double quarter pounders, which, you know, would make sense. However, it's funny. He said he got the filet of fish just to know if he was still hungry. There was something left in the bag. Isn't that wild? Mm. Mm. Anyway, so this, our French fry fiesta from two weeks ago generated this conversation. I thought I'd share that with you. Ugh. Yeah. Thanks very, for sharing. My pleasure. My pleasure. So, um, Hank. After our podcast, this was pretty interesting. I mentioned the thing about the commercial. Yeah. So right after we finished the podcast, I was leaving here, and I think John Reap was getting ready to come in the studio right mm-hmm. after us or something. Yeah. Well, I get a call from our producer probably around 6 o'clock in the evening, and he was like he – sent, he sent a text out, and he said, hey, man, if anybody wants to be in a commercial tonight, it's late, it's late, you know, it's 6 o'clock, but we're going to do it at 10 tonight, show up at the local – the uh, watering hole. Moose, can I talk about this? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, John talked about it on his podcast. Also. Oh, okay, cool. And so show up at the watering hole, and then uh, we don't really know what the commercial will, uh, what it's going to be about yet, but it's to promote his barbecue sauce. 
and just show up, free food, free booze, show up at 10, all right? Where was this at? At the station. Okay. Yeah, so. I had his barbecue sauce. I had it two days ago. What'd you think? It was great. Yeah, was I've great. ordered a couple of them, and we've sent them to some friends, and everybody seems to like it a lot. So anyway, we get to the station, free, go, he's like, he's a nice fella, Mr. Reap says, go up to the bar, get your drink, whatever you want. Our producer, Moose, is there, Josh Elder, Mike Willard, uh, Charlie Henry, some other folks. And uh, they were like, all you got to do really is eat and drink and pretend like you're having a conversation. So Charlie and I are in the background, I think, or maybe it's Moose and I are in the background. Charlie, Michael Willard, and Josh get on the front table with Reap when they're actually filming it. And so Charlie and I, or Moose and I are just in the back chilling, pretending like, you know, like making our mouth move. How many plates did they have to go through? How Do you remember Moose? It wasn't too many takes, was it? No, I think they... uh Maybe did it in one or two takes. So yeah. I think the food was pretty fresh on the screen there. Yeah, it was pretty. It's pretty uh, good time. So anyway, that's the best way to be in a commercial. You're in the background. You're yeah. eating and drinking for free. You don't have any lines that you can mess up. Yep. You're just in the background. So anyway, it was my first real commercial, and uh, I was not the star, which is okay. The next commercial, I shall be the star. <laughs> well, you. Think? I can't believe you didn't rush the table. <laughs> Like you weren't going to be like, I'm sitting here, Josh, get up. <laughs> and so Josh did say that. Are you sure you don't want to sit up here, Chad? I was like, nah, I'm cool. But there was Josh one. was there for the freestyle. Oh, of course he was. There was one dude that stole the show, and I hope when the commercial comes out, which I'm not sure, maybe Moose can enlighten us, but Michael Willard was so dang good because there was one particular thing that the director of the commercial said, when you eat this sauce, it's going to make you do something, so do this. And Michael Willard just knocked it out of the park. When will this commercial air? I mean, it's probably on streaming or something. Yeah. We're I mean, gonna, uh, social media. We're going to add that as a commercial into his podcast, Carolina Reaper. Uh, that 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 video should be completed editing in the next week or so. So cool. keep you posted on that. Cool. Very, very good. Yeah. Very well, you good. know, uh, Willard has been on microphone. He's been in, you know, I mean, he's been in production. So taking direction on that probably was not very difficult for, you know, for him. Yes. So it doesn't surprise me that he was good at it. Yeah, he was very, very good at it. Can't wait for y'all to see it. Yeah, one note on that, too. Uh, that barbecue sauce is Hickory Smokehouse. So Lauren Weaver, uh, Hickory native, has uh, come up with that concoction, and they're selling that together. Nice. Awesome, awesome. Yeah. Big shout-out to Mr. Weaver. Yeah, he's Hickory legend, you know, a barbecue place. He had Catherine's Cheese House way back in the day. Well, anyway, he's been around for a long time, so... This podcast is sponsored by Jackson Creative, a custom communication agency located in downtown Hickory, North Carolina, specializing in online content creation. To learn more, visit thejacksoncreative.com. Jackson Creative, we tell your story. Good job, Mr. Weaver. All right, Hank, Super Bowl Sunday, it's here. It's on us. It's, it's upon us. It's on us. So Typically, you know, we've talked about what we've done in the past and, you know, how we've enjoyed that day. Memories from when you were little to now you're making memories with your son now. Is there anything in particular for this Super Bowl this Sunday you have plans for now? We always, you know, it's it's a lot of it's about, you know, getting prepared for it, getting food ready for it, getting, you know, like that's half the half the deal. So um, I think for us, we it's always been a tradition and I'm I'm. We'd like to throw this out here. I don't know how um, receptive these individuals would be. We have a family that we're extremely good friends with, okay? And the mother and father, I would not describe as uber-athletic. Sure. Okay? Mm-hmm. Wasn't in their wheelhouse growing up. Right. They liked other things, which is fine. 
Um, so they don't enjoy sporting events much as to the you like know, as we, much as like, I do. Like we yeah. would, yes. Now it's starting to get into it. Right. So for the past few years, they come over and watch it with us and enjoy it with us. So right. It's it's always fun because they have very athletic kids. Yes. And um, but it's always good because they come over and they bring a uh, a different side of uh, sports watching. So. Team. Describe this further. So how do they really watch the sport? Are they ones that just watch the commercials? Or do they have no idea even what is going on during the game? So they're having their own conversation about something completely different. I think it's all the above. All the above. Okay. Yeah, I think, you know, I and I enjoy the commercials. Sure. Right? But I think there's a lot of, you know, going back to the kitchen for snacks. Mm-hmm. There's beverage station stopping. Yes. There's walking around the house, talking to Reagan about, you know, decorating yes. stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's there's a lot of that, but it, it, that's not the most embarrassing Super Bowl story I can tell about this gentleman. And I can't tell this story here. So um, yes, you can because you've told this on the podcast before. Did it's I tell one him? of my favorite stories okay. of all time. Yeah. So yes, let's hear. It, hear it if, for those that don't know, there, there, this gentleman who lived across the street from me, he uh, Super Bowl Sunday hit. And he was nowhere to be found. I called him several times and I wanted him to come down and have a beer, watch the game with us. Well, he comes home like mid-game and he calls me. And he was like, what is going on down there? Why do you have so many cars down there? I was like, Charlie, it is Super Bowl Sunday. And he was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe it. Why didn't you tell me? I was like, where in the heck have you been? He's like, I can't tell you. I was like, why? He was like, I was at the movies. I was like, gosh, Charlie, I understand that you don't understand what today is, but the movies, he said, that's not even the worst part. How could it get worse? We were watching Brokeback Mountain. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, classic Charlie Super Bowl story. That one never gets old. Oh, such a good one. Brokeback Mountain. Do you know it's great? It's from the time he got, it takes about 15 (laughs) seconds to get from his door to my door. By the time he got down there, I told everybody at the party this. Of course you did. At the whole place. Yes. And they all mocked him for hours. It was amazing. It's amazing. I hope hope to have him at my Oh, man, yes. I don't know if it can ever get better than that, Hank. Thanks for sharing. Um, So what do y'all have planned this? You and Harry. So I'll start it with this. So Andy Roney, a buddy of ours, he has a son, Hewitt, who's about Harris's age, a little bit younger. younger, And so I was like, what's your plans? Because I like to have a plan on Super Bowl Sunday. Again, it's one of my favorite days. Again, Mm -hmm. it's the planning up to the game. It's really not even the game. It's just all the stuff that goes with the game. Sure. Hanging out and eating and drinking and talking bull and all this stuff. And he says they take every bowl out of the cabinet and fill it with some type of candy, some type of snack, anything. But every bowl has to be removed from the cabinet and out, you know, in front with full of something. Goldfish, gummy worms, M&Ms, Reese's Pieces, whatever it is. Every bowl. How fun is that? So that's pretty you just, cool. You just keep it out grab all day. A and grab a bowl and make make your little make your little plate. So anyway, that's what he's doing um, right now. I don't have any. You have no have plans. Zero plans. No yeah, plans. So I'm so hoping something will come to fruition in the next here twenty four hours or whatever. Yeah, but anyway, I thought it'd be a fun exercise, Hank. If we, you know, there's tons and tons of prop bets out there, sure. and bets can be you know as simple as who's going to win Kansas City. Or who are they playing? 
Huh? Who's Kansas City playing? <laughs> uh, they're playing 49ers. 49ers. Who's going to win? 49ers to Kansas City. Is the total going over or under 47 and a half? Will they make three field goals over or under less blah, blah, blah? However, we can do a couple of those bets. But also, also let's play some exotic bets oh, as yeah. well. Okay, Hank? So I'm going to start with the first one. This will just be kind of mundane. This is – let's just pick a winner. Who do you think will win? And let's keep a tally so next week we can see our, our results. And the loser has to eat – the double quarter pounder, treat three fry, chocolate milkshake, and all that. That's not even stuff. a real okay. bet because okay. you wouldn't get past you wouldn't get past the two of the ten nuggets. Okay, let's just say you got to eat a ten nugget next week. Okay, <laughs> we'll do that. So first bet, San Fran, KC. Who you like? I think KC's going to win, but I don't want them to. What's the spread? Spread is San Francisco minus two. Their favorite. KC's the dog. Wow. Which is kind of unbelievable, right? Wow. I didn't know that that was the line, but yep. I, I think Casey's going to win. I think they're going to win too. So we'll agree on that one. The point total is 47 and a half. Some people think it's going to be a shootout. Others think it's going to be a defensive battle. What do you feel? A shootout. All right. You got shootout. I got under the total. I think it's going to be probably like at 46 points. So right underneath the total. Some interesting ones. So the uh, artist who's singing the national anthem, it is actually Reba McIntyre. All right, Hank? Yep. And so Vegas has set her national anthem at over 90 seconds or under 90 seconds. Now, let's dig deep into this. She's a country singer, right? But she's old. She's old. She's going to need some breath. Okay. Now, I think that that goes towards the under. Towards the under. Because I think she's going to try to sw- skip through there fast. I agree with you. I agree with you. So some of the averages of some of the artists who performed before, like a Lady Gaga, went way over. Way over. Right? I remember. But then there was a, a couple recently that went considerably under. Like, who did it? That I can't remember. Uh, not Stapleton. But it was somebody. And he was – actually, it was Stapleton last year. He was way under. And – my bet at 90 seconds, I'm going under the total I'm for the you. National Anthem. You like that one? I'm with you. Reba, right. she can't be out there long. No, she wants to get off the stage. Um, another fun one, heads or tails. I always call tails, so I'll put tails down for this one. What will you have? I always do tails. All right, your tails too. How about Usher plays at halftime? Okay. Love it. What song will Usher play first? And here are the nominees. Yeah, 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 which in my mind, it's as big as it. Probably will save it for a little later, I would think. DJ called us falling in love again. Nope. My way. You remember that one? Yeah. Burn. Caught up. I don't remember caught up. And the last was, oh, my oh my gosh. Remember that one? Do, do, do. Uh, anyway, OMG. Not the way it? you sang it. <laughs> It's, oh, I can't remember how it goes in my head, but anyway, those are the options for the first. I'm going to go yeah. Usher, so you're going yeah. yeah. Just for the simple fact that it's a crowd hyper. And I don't know, is he going to, so, you know, I love R&B. Yeah. And, you know, Usher has had a lot of new R&B come out this year. He's had a ton. Has he really? Yeah. I didn't even know that. Like good, good. He's got, he's got like four or five songs out right now. And the biggest one was on the Color Purple um, okay. soundtrack, but it's a, it's a slower song. So, he might try to mix in one of those hmm. in that you know in that new one, um, but I think the other one's a crowd hyper, and so he'll stick with that. I think he'll bring yet and later. I'm going with OMG because it's a crowd hyper too. I think he'll start with that. Now, what do you? What are the chances that Little John and Luda 
come on the stage and perform yeah with them. No, I, I don't think so. Well, they don't oh, have, they, what else they, they don't have, do? They don't have anything to they're do. Coming. Yeah, they're they coming. They will be on stage. The what other, if they made them pay to get in the game? Like they're like, hey. No, they wouldn't do that, Saluda. <laughs> the other uh, top or over under is so will Usher perform snippets of more or over or under eight songs? Because some people think they're going to have some other special guests that are performing their own songs. So will there be, during the halftime show, over, under, at least eight songs? Not total, but, you know, like snippets. But of his songs? Of any song, because he's going to have special guests come on, supposedly. Yeah, I think it's over. I think it's over, too. I think it might be at like at nine. Because do you remember when Eminem and Snoop and Dre and 50, yep. did their, they did three songs each? Sure. And actually probably, and then other people at least had a little snippet of another song involved there. So I'm going nine total, ten, something like that. All right, good job. So how about a Taylor Swift question? All right, so will Taylor Swift be sitting directly next to Travis Kelsey's mama? Yes or no? Directly next to. And then this is you the You mean last, on the first, like, Like when they first her? show her, boom, is she going to be right beside no. Mrs. Kelsey? No. No. Who do you have her right beside? And after we, this will be the last Taylor Swift. Thank God. I will. I, uh, yeah. At this point, she's been in that thing long enough that nobody would want to be with her. <laughs> <laughs> the only one that really Mahomes. would want my home's his wife, yeah. you know, because she, she loves, I mean, she eats this up, right? I eats guarantee they'll be together. I, I kind of like that one. Okay, good job. Um, commercial, this will be pretty good for you. Which beer will be advertised most, okay? Bud Light. You've got Miller Light, Bud Light, Cures Light, Budweiser, Michelob Ultra, or Labatt Blue. Bud Light, they have got to do some... Damage control. So they're going to have the most, you think? Yes. Yes. The next question regarding beer is, which beer will be, like the first commercial, all right? The first commercial that goes, will it be a beer commercial or will it be a food commercial? Bud Light. Bud Light. You got Bud Light. Okay. Makes sense to me. Um, Let's go with another game-related question. Will either quarterback throw for 300 yards in this game? Well, Purdy certainly won't, I don't believe. So, um, no. I'm going with no as well, Hank. And one other thing, which color Gatorade will be dumped on the winning coach? We have red, blue, orange, yellow, clear, or other? Yellow. You're going yellow. I'm going red. Going red. We haven't seen red in a while. Um, When the Super Bowl MVP is announced, he's going to say – Thank you. Who is the first person he thanks? Let's is think about it this. God, teammates, coach, let's city, owner, family, or no one. Let's think about okay, it. Okay, let's think about it. Mahomes. If he wins. If Mahomes wins, yep. he's going to thank. He's the MVP for sure. If they win, he's MVP. They've got the mic in his face. He, if, the, if he wins, he's thanking his teammates. I think you're right. Okay. Purdy wins. He's thanking God first. Really? So yep. why do you say that? Uh, I heard an interview with him, and he seems like a real faithful person. And I just believe that he'd be the, that'd be the first place he would go. And if not his faith based, it would be his family. Okay. So if you're so going, would Christian McCaffrey. McCaffrey would be family or God. Family. Family. No teammates. Well, he, he's, a, he's an NFL guy, though, like because of his dad. So he'd probably know, all right, I better thank my teammates, my owner, my coach first. So That's he, what I'm he'd thinking. probably do that. Yeah. I'm thinking 
teammates is going to be my answer for both whoever gets it or McCaffrey or whomever gets it. A couple other interesting ones. Hank, will there be any word forgotten in the national anthem? If you were to say yes and place $10 bet on yes, you would get 90 bucks back. Will there be a forgotten word in the national Who's anthem? Who's singing it? Uh, Reba McIntyre. Hey, she could slur one in she there. Could, yeah, she could. And the road. So I wonder if that'd count. I would say no. She's probably done it enough that she's a professional. Yeah. There's she's gonna no word. I agree. Moose scroll down a little bit on this one here, if you don't mind. We've already done that one. Let's scroll down. Okay. Will there will Travis Kelsey propose to Taylor Swift on the field after the game? I would hope that that stadium would explode if it were to do that. No. 10 to 1. No, I don't. Okay, I, I agree. I hope not. Yes, me too. Will there be a player ejected for throwing a punch or fighting in no. this game? No. Antonio Brown is not on that field. True. The odds for yes were 7 to 1. We're both saying no. Will either kicker hit the upright or cross bar on a missed field goal or extra point? No. Three and a half to one. It's inside, no wind. I'm saying no as well. Good job. Continue. We've gone that one. This is an interesting thing regarding the liquid real quick. Hey, go to see. Orange has traditionally been poured on the coach the most. Mm. And let's look at the odds there at three to one. Lime green yellow is three to one as well. That's the one I chose. Right, you chose that one. Good job. Okay, let's scroll down a little bit. Don't we need to worry about that? We've already talked about the coin toss. Let's scroll down a little bit more. Keep going. That's boring. Will a player record an octopus? <laughs> so let's remember what an octopus is. It's when a player scores a touchdown, but also scores the two-point conversion following the touchdown. I've never heard that in my I've life. I've heard them mention it before. I didn't really remember what it was. The octopus. The octopus. Will a player record? No. So let's think about this. No. Think about this. Well, McCaffrey. McCaffrey. Could. McCaffrey's Easily. good. And, and uh, Mahomes good. True. True. He could run. Well, you got he's got to cross the goal line, not throw in and That's then run That's what I'm saying. In. I mean, oh, he's, so he a, he's a mobile guy. True. But, or even a Debo Samuel. So the odds is that almost 10 to 1. Or that cat, the... Running back for KC. Pacheco. Yeah, Pacheco. Yeah, easily. So that's 10 to 1 for an octopus. That's interesting. We have to keep our eyes on that. Uh, Bitcoin, don't know really anything about it. How many beers will be sold, Hank? This is always an interesting bet. In the stadium? How many beers will be sold in the stadium, in Allegiant Stadium? So the over I'm going over. 120,000 beers is the over. Got to go over. All right, let's kind of do something. Depends on what's the weather. Where is it at? It's indoors in Las Vegas. Oh, Oh, it's going way up. Way up. The only problem is is that people could come in. Allegiant Stadium. Banged. They come in banged and slow them. You know, they've hit a speed bump. And I wonder how much a beer is there. They don't care. You know the minimum for a nosebleed seat? You know what it was going for? What? Four grand. Yeah, you know what? They don't care. Mm-hmm. They're going to get their $23 master cylinder. Yeah, they will. Uh, okay, now that's gone up, 6845 cheapest ticket to the game. What? Let's just watch it on TV, Hank. What you think? Uh, I think we've talked about this. I've been to many a sporting event, like right. a big sporting event. No way. Price of beer at the stadium, seventeen fifty a beer. Holy cow. Granted, it is one of the bigger, taller beers, but... 18 bones. Imagine coming back to the seat with two of those guys. Oh. Dropping a sweet twenty, uh, forty dollar bill on him. Yeah. Imagine dropping one. Oh, it'd be awful. <laughs> oh, it'd be terrible. Getting, hey, getting somebody bumping you when you're on the way way back to your seat, you drop both of them. Yes. Um, there's. A, I'm, I'm sure there's probably one other. Okay, here we go. Let's get one more prop bet here. 
Oh, that's the one I saw. It wasn't food. It was a BMW versus Coors Light. Which one goes first? We've already talked about that one. Uh, halftime show props. There's the eight. We talked about Usher, you know. And let's go. This this will be our last one. So the record for the field goal, longest field goal, 54 yards is in the Super Bowl. Both kickers are pretty dang good. Kansas City's kicker is really good. And San but yes, and San Francisco has Moody. He's young, but he's pretty good. Will there be a field goal of over 54 yards in this game? It's indoors. It's indoors. That's a long way, though, 54. I think these offenses are just too aggressive. Like, they'll if it's there, I think they'll – unless it's super long, like fourth and mm-hmm. 20 – I think it's fourth and six they're going for it. Okay, so we're going to say no. And Vegas agrees. No is at minus 330. Yes is at plus 260. Well, Hank, there's some good prop bets. And, you know, as you go on, there's also the great square game that everybody loves to play. So that's always say must do at every Super Bowl party. Let's win those things. Yeah, let's win a square game. Do you remember? I don't know if you were there, but it was my favorite Super Bowl memory is when Prince played the Super Bowl halftime show. And me and Will Rowland and Russell pulled our money together and went to one of these Super Bowl parties, and we bought a bunch of squares, and we said, we'll split them. We won first quarter, second quarter, third quarter. We didn't win the final, but we won three out of four. I mean, it was quite – and it was great because we, were, we weren't actually hanging out at the party, but the party was right down the street. So right before the end of the quarter, we would just kind of mosey down there, collect our money, then we'd leave and come oh, back. Oh, you're just one keep of those doing, guys. One of those guys, yes. But it was very, very memorable. Um any other things you want to talk about here related to the Super Bowl or anything else, Hank, before we get out of here no, today? I just think it's – I think Super Bowl Sunday is like one of those things that I can remember watching. Like you were saying, is there anything memorable like when I was seven, eight, nine, ten yeah. years old? I always remember Super Bowl Sunday. Of course. Always remember having chips and salsa, Coke, sitting there watching the game on the one TV that you'd have to – Tell your dad, hey, nobody wants to watch the news right now. The Super Bowl <laughs> right. is going to come, come on. on. Yeah, let's go. So, yeah. um, but you know, it's like one of those things when it's Super Bowl Sunday, like it's in that week. I always get kind of giddy. It's sure. kind of a fun week. We're having the. Um, we're also having our. I think it's our thirteenth annual soup. Bowl yes. at my office. Wonderful. May the best soup win. <laughs> and that takes place? Uh, it's like Thursday. Of next Thursday. Yeah. So typically does a cream-based soup win, or is it more of a, you know, is it uh, a thinner type of tomato-based soup? We've seen all. We we don't discriminate over there yes. at Coldwell Banker, but, <laughs> you know, to win the golden ladle, whoa, you better get fancy with it. So, so you're plain tomato soup. That's not bringing home no, the gold. Lord, no. So what is a typical winner? I think there winner? was a chicken curry that won it two years ago or three years ago. Ever been a she crab? Has a she crab ever brought home the gold? I don't think anybody's really put in seafood yet. Really? Yeah. No lobster bisque. No lobster bisque. No New England clam. There's a lot of, um, a lot. there's like chilies. Um, there's some bean soups, which don't go over real well. Mm-hmm. But uh, there's some good ones. Broccoli cheese ever got there? Uh, there has a, there's been a little broccoli cheese I action. Bet. So do you make it or are you just the taste, test, oh, I'm taster? taster? Right now we have eight soups coming. Okay. So there'll be eight soups and then people sign up to bring sides and stuff like that. Yeah. And then uh, there's taste testers. Mm-hmm. And I'm a taste tester. Of course you are. So, you know, I'll go th- run through them. We give uh, like little cups that you can, you know, so you've yeah. eaten bowls of it. <laughs> go through it. And, uh, you know, we... Uh, 
Always have a good time while we're doing yeah, it. Yeah, awesome. Well, good luck to you and the uh, super, super super bowl. bowl. Yes, awesome. Uh, before we leave, just want to give a big shout out to my dad. He was recognized in the paper. It's awesome. I saw this that. past week for organizing a business in 1974. Actually, when I was born. And carrying on that business to today. And so the paper came and interviewed him and my brother and I for like three hours a couple months ago. And they put the article in the paper on Tuesday. And it's just been a big hit. My dad is very proud. Awesome. Yeah. So should I'm, be. I'm very, should absolutely. Be. I'm very happy for him. Have you always been in the same location? <clears throat> so we used to have two. So there was that location. And then he brought he bought in the 90s a separate location, which you know where? Actually, it's right down the street from his here. Right here, right now, it's uh, you know where CCM is. Yeah. There's like this little church and a hairstyle place where they train the hairstylist. He used to own that building. Uh, he bought it from another printer, and they just merged everything into gotcha. Deluxe now. So I yeah. got you. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of good memories over the past fifty years. I mean, I worked in there, walked those halls since I was a little boy. Yep. So yeah, a lot of good stuff happening over there. All right, buddy. Well, um, that's all I got for today's big fan, Hank. Do you want uh, to say anything else before we roll? Uh, nothing I can think of at this moment other than I hope you have a wonderful weekend. Hey, buddy, you do the same. Hopefully you'll find a part. I know you're going to find, you're going to creep into some, I might look out at my pool area and see you. (laughs) What if I just pop out one of the bowls of soup at your place? Hey, 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 I'm here. Where's the party? (laughs) Party. (laughs) But anyway, I'm sure it's going to be a great Super Bowl weekend. I'll see you in two weeks. And to our big fan listeners, don't forget, check us out and the other shows on the mesh.tv. There's fabulous shows you can check out. Um, and until then, can't wait to hear from you. Peace. You've been listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.